What, you don't want to hear me relate Bobby to toddlers and tiaras again? I mean. <laughs> <laughs> toddlers and tiaras. I think if you if you DVR that, the FBI, it's, just like, it's like there's a battering ram. You know, Dave and I used to watch so much TV that that was like definitely part of like our lineup. Like, I can't believe that we were like, yeah, all right. Like, this is what we're. We're going to settle in and... Yeah, there's so much good TV. You're wasting it on that. Do any women live there? Uh, no, boss. No women. All right, go, 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 go. <laughs> I'm glad that Chris Hansen is still working this holiday season. Mm-hmm. Do you want some sweet tea? Toddlers and tiaras. <laughs> Come on. It's like dance moms. It's like dance moms. Bridget's now obsessed with dance moms. Dan- oh, I have caught a little bit of that. And uh, you just, uh, bile rises and you just go, no, I can't believe this is our country. I'm waiting for the merger episode. Oh, no, Bobby. <laughs> to catch a dance mom? Uh, that, that, that's the last prize right there. Merry Christmas, everybody. It's, we're talking about TLC. Oh, my this uh, is there an option to kill myself before I catch this dance one? Because I don't want to catch the dance one. All right. All right. All right. All right. All right. Buffalo, New York, I'm Bobby Pape, and this show has everything. Raindrops on roses and whiskers on kittens, bright copper kettles and warm woolen mittens and stump warmers. All right, so that's not quite everything, and we actually don't have those things, but good morning. Hopefully you're listening to this. Have a Merry Christmas morning. We're here to help you set the day, uh, or at least hide from your family for it. I think these holiday shows are going to become a bit of a tradition, just like the movie Holiday Inn, which is one of my more favorite Christmas movies. And I will introduce my co-hosts this morning in the order in which they joined our conversation this evening before we hit record. So good evening, Hillary. Good evening, Bobby. How are you? <laughs> I am surviving more on that in a minute. Good evening, Christy. Hello, Bobby. Oh. Oh, wow! Wow! <laughs> uh, I, I, you're the la- uh, well. You're one of the last people I would accuse of shining your coffee on this Christmas morning. <laughs> Good morning, Mike. Good morning. Sorry, I'm in the middle of a ruse here. I started with the evenings and went to morning. I know. But... It's like we're like changing tenses in the middle of it. Like, what's happening? <laughs> like, this is what happens with with the podcast Don't scheduled look behind on the mountain curtain. time. <laughs> Uh, good day, Anne. <laughs> I just can't handle these temporal shifts. <laughs> Where am I? What are we doing? <laughs> and good night, Marius. Merry Christmas Eve. <laughs> After. After. Yeah. 
We're hoping that you're celebrating Christmas with us today because it's good to get to take just a few minutes to celebrate with the family you want instead of the family you have. And that's why we are here. We're recording this a little earlier in the month. So um, uh, whatever's happened recently, we don't know yet. So don't spoil it for us. Um, Those clowns in Congress. (laughs) Yeah. They've done it again. What a bunch of clowns. Uh, We are here to do a little uh, fireplace chit chat for your Christmas morning, followed by a timely question of the day uh, and a a new thing we're going to try this year in lieu of our secret Santa of years past, uh, which we'll get to uh, when we get there. But first, uh, I was just curious what you're all doing this morning. Uh, not when we're actually recording this, but actually on Christmas, I'll go in that same order. Hillary, uh, and we'll start with you because Hillary, you have the joy of children yes. in your life. <laughs> so what is Christmas like in the uh, Livingston Butler household? Well, this year? Um, you know, I, <laughs> It's, it came out last year, but my friend posted that Matt Damon Saturday Night Live thing where it's like, best Christmas ever. And, you know, it's something like that where the kids come in at like five and you're like, fucking get out of here. But I've, I've, I've trained my kids well enough that like, I'm not waking up before seven. Like, this is not happening. You cannot come into my room before seven o'clock. Um, but then I get to watch my kids like tear through presents and I get kind of grossed out by myself and by capitalism but you know it's all in good fun um we are actually but for just like Christmas day um we are actually going to be here in Austin that morning um and then we're going to stay for a couple extra days you know the way that Christmas falls this year and I guess whenever it falls on like a Tuesday Wednesday it just is awkward and my family's in Dallas so we're going to go up on the 27th and spend um I'm going to stay there through new year and um and just hang out there but it's gonna be pretty low-key i think i mean we'll watch the kids bridget is gonna get (laughs) she's not gonna listen to this because she's not allowed to because mommy cusses too much during it but she is gonna get a pair of rollerblades which is hilarious if you are a continuous listener from the previous days (laughs) she asked for them oh no (laughs) she asked for them um, and you know, it's better than like an iPad and chunk. Welcome, child. Welcome to uh your future. Um anyway, so and she did tell me she was like she likes to talk about boys and I was like, Oh god, oh, no. No, <laughs> she is my child. Mm. She's your child. Um and then you anyone know, who's seen your Instagram stories <laughs> knows that she's your child. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. She has taken over. Anyway, so we're going to do that. Uh, open presents, ride around in our various stuff, and I'm going to start drinking like straight and away. And is Rory getting some fitted fatigues? Or... Oh, he's getting mm. army men and more army men and Beyblades. I don't know. I put Dave in charge of that. I I kind of told Patton Dave. on DVD. <laughs> I know. I told Dave, like, I, I find that I moms tend to absorb like making Christmas magic happen. And I was like, Mm -hmm. I can't, I can't do it. Like my job is really busy. His is really busy, but I cannot be the only one that does this. And I don't always pay attention to what they want, like toy wise. And he pays more attention to that. So he's really been in charge of getting that shit together. So yay, Dave, you're a great husband. Um, Mm -hmm. So anyway, it should be fun and low key. And then, make that three-hour drive to Dallas. But it's it weird be- that the kids wanted a beer fridge stocked with uh, <laughs> Sam Adams Boston lager. Harpoon. Harpoon. That's oh, okay. That's, that's good. good. Lager. 
<laughs> anyway, uh, yeah. I have uh, I have a Santa related question, and this will go to Christy too. Uh, does Santa wrap presents in the Livingston Butler household, no. or is Santa so busy in the no. North Pole that when he drops off the presents, they are not wrapped? Um, I do um, <laughs> gift bags. It's so it's really weird to me because, like, we always traveled to Washington D.C. for when I was little for Christmas. So, like, I understood that we were in a different place. So if Santa was going to come, it was going to be very like harried and not wrapped. So mine, I don't like, I'm always confused as to what to do a little bit. So I wrap like my presents and Santa basically brings like one present. Like I think the rollerblades will be from Santa and they will not be wrapped. So that's, it doesn't, he does not wrap that. Rollerblades from a much older man. <laughs> God. Mm-hmm. Andrew Walsh sends his regards. God, oh yeah. He has them now, by the way. Yeah, I know. For I've those heard. of you not listening. Yeah, and those for those of you not listening, he's also taking rollerblading lessons at a Jewish gymnasium surrounded by children. And it's what? not going well. He's hung over. It's awful. Uh, yeah. Can we leave this out of the Christmas episode? Yeah. <laughs> oh, sorry. Please. Sorry. Um, sorry. No. <laughs> well, if he gets tired, he'll just go take a nap in the library. It's fine. Oh, God. <laughs> Uh, Christy, you're next, and you also have a child in the house, Mm -hmm. but you're escaping the the winter dreariness of uh, the Pacific Northwest. Yes. So we, uh, Jeremy and Elliot, are left, I guess, should we talk like the future? Um, They left on the 18th (laughs) to drive to Palm Springs. They left so long ago. So long ago. And I am flying. I flew on the 20th um, <laughs> and to meet them. And then Elliot has to be back to her mom's this year on Christmas Eve oh. at 9 p.m. And then she has uh, her mom has her until they go back to school, which is like January 6th, I think. Yeah. So it's the longest stretch she's ever been with her mom. Wow. Um, yeah, it's a lot. Um, so I'm a little nervous about that. Um, Jeremy is driving her down and then driving her all the way back. No, he's driving, he's driving down and then flying her home on the 24th Okay. and then flying back on the 25th. Like he's going to be at the airport for like a couple, like he's going to just be gone for a couple hours. He's going to love that. He's going to love that. He's so excited about it. Yeah. He's so excited. Yeah. That sounds horrible. I did that for my mother in law last year. She wouldn't have flown alone, but we wanted her to see the new house. And so I went to Boston, grabbed her, flew her to Buffalo for the day, and then flew back with her on the last flight to Boston that night. Because oh she needed to be home that night. <laughs> that sounds like a nightmare to me. I told Jeremy it's going to be five uh, attendants to him on the flight. It's, oh, for it's, sure. Yeah. It's hog heaven. I mean, yeah. if you hate your family. Yeah. And um, <laughs> I have told everybody no gifts. Um, I'm or gifs. Pretty, either one. <laughs> yeah. I'm <laughs> pretty bah humbug this year. And I don't know why. But I'm just like over it. I don't want to get any gifts. I don't want to give any gifts. Just like that's why kind of that's one of the reasons we're escaping to just be out of it. Mm. Yeah. Um, and we don't do Santa. So Elliot doesn't get gifts from Santa. Um, but we've uh, the last couple of years we have 
changed up to do like an experience or a trip, like a family trip or something, mm-hmm. um, because she just has so much crap. Yes. No, you're smart. Like too much. Yep. And so this year, what we got her is um, we're going to take her to Hamilton <gasps> in Los Angeles in April. Oh. And she's going to die. Um, so what she doesn't Jeremy know about does- it yet. No. Oh. So what Jeremy does every year for her presents, and and that's how we kind of get away with not spending that much or whatever, is he does a scavenger hunt with, like, hints, and he, he takes her all over the house, and she just gets really excited, and then, you know, she only has, like, five presents, but it felt, like... More exciting. Uh, mm-hmm. More exciting, and then it also isn't over in, like, two minutes, like yeah, you said. Yeah, yeah. Um, So what we did is we got little gifts that give her the hint of what's happening, like a, a hoodie that has California on it, a um, Los Angeles um, keychain, a calendar with the date, and then a Hamilton shirt will be the last $10 bill. Oh, I love yeah. that. That's so cool. Yeah. So that's if she can't put that together, then just don't yeah. take her on the trip. Yeah, then she doesn't earn it, so. <laughs> obviously. Yeah, so that's what we're doing. That's so awesome. I want to be in your household. You can just, okay. like, don't give it to, like, Bridget. Just, like, give it to me. Right. <laughs> <laughs> are you doing anything for Jeremy? Despite no, no gifts, we don't. Or we've never given gifts. The this was the first year he gave me a birthday gift. Um, I he gave me those like fancy new i AirPod things. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, yeah, the yep. new ones. The ones so, with yeah, the we noise canceling. Yeah, we don't ever give give each other gifts. That's sort of like how I'm going to give Sam a laptop, but not that she needs it as a gift, but because she'll never buy a new one for herself and hers is dying. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Hillary, I didn't ask you. Are you guys, are you and Dave doing, Gifts. are you doing anything? Um, I think we're going to buy a new dishwasher. Um, so is that Hey. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, ours doesn't dry currently. And I'm like, what is the fucking point of having a dishwasher that right. doesn't also, it's like dripping when I get it out in the morning. Mm-hmm. Um, but no, you know, we need to do stuff like we need to buy a new dishwasher. We need to get a new shower, you know, stuff around the house. And yeah, I mean, you know, I, maybe I'll think of something like teeny tiny for him, but I uh, know I, 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 we have the same checking account, so I don't, he, right. <laughs> it's so weird, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Also, we need less stuff. Like, I want to give away all the crap in my house. Mm -hmm. Exactly. 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 Uh, So, Mike, what does Christmas look like for you and Emily and the CVS Santa this year? (laughs) Uh, It's going to be quiet this year. I mean, last year was crazy. We had a lot of people over and and the CVS Santa delivered, which was great. Uh, But... uh, not a lot is going on. The in-laws are having their house torn up for a remodel. And uh, Cullen can only spend a small amount of time with us this year. Although he did get... <laughs> Do you get the, the time off? <laughs> he got the time off on Christmas from his data entry job. That's so nice that, that they were able to give that to him on such short notice. They did. I mean, he's new. You would think that he would right. have to handle... Would, yes. The, yeah, the, the data very entry. very important data entry. Right. Between those hours, but no, no, they let him go. So, um, Emily's gonna cook, uh, which is always fantastic, uh, and it's gonna be an early meal, uh, with the um, seasoned pork loin she made for Thanksgiving, 
uh, some mashed potatoes and a spinach madeleine, which is mm, so good. So mm. good. So that's what we're having. And uh, I do gifts. We do gifts uh, within the immediate family. And her, um, you know, if 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 they were visiting the in-laws, we would be doing gifts with them too, which I'm not a fan of gifts outside of like you, me, her or whatever. Yeah. If you're, you know, in a bisexual relationship, but that's it. You know, that's it tight. Keep it. <laughs> that. Well, mostly because unit. those people don't know you and they're just going to give you junk no. you don't want. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. It happens. Believe me. Yeah. It happens. I guess I'll spare myself from shipping you this candle. <laughs> I don't remember which the Christmas uh, candle. That's yeah. such a great. Yeah. I don't remember which comic it was, but said, so what I'm doing is taking this $20 bill I can spend anywhere and buying something like putting it onto a card that you have to spend at a very specific place. <laughs> Might as well just spend, give them the $20. Right. Yeah. That's what I do for, um, Anytime I give someone a card, like a birthday card, I just write happy birthday on a $5 bill because that's how much <laughs> cards cost. Yeah. And yeah. they'll actually use it. Otherwise, they'll just go, oh, that was nice. Throw it away. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and what's the holiday plan? Oh. Um, why would anybody tell me what the holiday plan <laughs> is? I <laughs> know. <laughs> you'll, you'll get a call the day before. <laughs> It'll be uh, on that's... December 29th. Yeah, it's not out of the question that it won't get firmed up until the day before. But um, my brothers are both coming into town on Christmas Yay. Eve. And Carl and Livy and no no longer baby Henry are going to be staying with me. Mm-hmm. So that'll be nice. I look forward to that Christmas morning when he comes. And they'll be the warm and... in your condo. Yes. Yep. And, and he sees me and says, and. And, and, and that's all the Christmas present I need. And that's so cute. So what are you getting for him? That's all I really care about. Well, this kid doesn't need any more stuff. Yeah. So right. I got him a book already, and I might get another book or two. I mean, that's one thing that I firmly believe you can never have too many of. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. So for sure. Probably that's about it. Uh, Grandma is... Um, delighting in buying all the noisy uh, loud Mm -hmm. christmas Mm -hmm. gifts you know that are too big to kind of fit comfortably in the suitcase to go back to california it's so weird too when people travel like don't get them anything the real winner here is ups Mm -hmm. and and here's a a a tip that you probably already know but if you buy them books (laughs) like on the spot, read it to them like three or four times mm-hmm. and then, you know, tuck it under their arm. And when they get home, um, you know, you know, it's in there and they'll be asking for it. Yeah. Good. At bedtime. That's good. Brainwash. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes. Right yes. Like Don't it. just give it to them and expect the parents to understand why this book is important. Because, mm-hmm. you know, some of these books are important. I mean, the Sneetches. We need to know about the Sneetches. The kids need to know. That's true. How wise you are. Yes. And do you have any baking in mind for Christmas yet? Mm, It's mostly all done. Uh, Today I brought in some, I mean, last week I brought in to work some (laughs) gingerbread spiced cinnamon rolls with maple frosting. That was pretty good. And I had taken a shower before I made them. 
And so then today, I think I was like going down the stairwell at work, and I'm like, why do I smell cinnamon and ginger and cloves? And I was like, oh, it's my hair. My hair oh, smells like gingerbread nice. spices. <laughs> and you're going to land a man soon. Jeez Louise. They're going to be like falling all over the place. I know. <laughs> It seems like what an ideal that? seasonal shampoo from Trader Joe. <laughs> it does, though, doesn't it? Mm-hmm. Get on down to the mall walker circuit, and you'll have the, the dudes just, like, clanking right after that. Yeah, but the mall walkers Cinnabon. can't keep up with me. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, you're going to make them work. The mall walkers will run you over if you yes, don't get will. out of their way. I, I Yeah, I've been there, man. You know. They will run. <laughs> those those arm weights are what give them the power to really oh fucking crush you. I mean, seriously. You're in there judging some DECA competition at 8.30 in the morning, and, and here they come. You just get fucking run down by, like, four tracksuits. It's awful. You have to dive to the side like it's a runaway car coming at you. <laughs> right. And all of a sudden, I'm at the Golden Corral, you know, eating all, you know furthering my fatness Meredith (laughs) (laughs) Uh, anything for you and Greg Bob yeah so we're going to go to Grand Rapids to have brunch at my mom's house and open presents Um, we're doing Secret Santa for the grown-ups so we only have to buy for one person which has been a a huge benefit I think to us before we were buying for everybody and it was exhausting and stressful and expensive and we've got kids in the family so it's more fun to buy for them so we pitched in um, the siblings all pitched in we're getting um, Victor a switch he he's nice. he's been wanting a switch for a while. So every every time like every time we have a gathering, I I bring mine, and he's like, "Oh, you've got your switch. That's great. <laughs> oh, okay, that looks fun." <laughs> so <laughs> poor guy, we're we're getting him a switch. Um, and then for for Olivia, she's kind of um, she's not patient enough to be read to yet. Like she just. She, she doesn't want to sit long enough to listen to a book be read to her. <laughs> mm-hmm. So yeah. I got her, you know, I'm kind of, I'm, I, I got her a book about pets that's a cardboard book and hopefully it'll take three seconds to get through. Um, but I'm getting her a KiwiCo subscription, the zero to 24 nice. months yeah. thing. So it's a little like brain development science uh, game kind of How does crate. it work? Um, it's something it's like they get a delivery every month with different like games and, and toys and projects in it that are. Appropriate oh, I see. For their it's age. not like a, nice. a a program. It's a it's yeah, a, it's like a box subscription. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Something they get every and Victor has one for the older kids already and they really like it. So I thought that would be cool to add to OJ's uh, <laughs> repertoire. Um, and then as far as like what we're doing, we aren't doing really huge Christmas presents, but we're doing stockings. I got stocking stuffers for the cats. So we've got five, um, stockings hanging up on the fireplace. I had the fireplace cleaned (laughs) this week. So we're actually, we're, we've been doing fires almost every night. Um, and that's been really, really great. And, uh, so we've got five stockings up and three of them are obviously for the cats and so I have their stocking stuffers all set um, and then the, the, I guess if there's like a big quote unquote big thing I got us um, tickets to see Tame Impala in May 
cool. So those are going to go in our stockings. Nice. Yeah. Meredith, do uh, all the cats get identical stocking stuffers or are they individualized to their <laughs> Oh, no, they're very individualized. Like Link is obsessed with crinkle balls. So all I got five crinkle balls and those are all going in his stocking. Okay. And so like okay. there's like, they're, they're Star Wars themed. So we've got a Yoda. I think we have a, um, oh boy, I'm not going to remember. But we've got three different Star Wars themed little mini stockings for them. And so they each have their own separate thing. One of them is just a model of the Galactic Senate. <laughs> you can sit there and sort of argue with yourself all day. Yep. <laughs> For the most boring cat, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we bought 120 pounds of cat litter the other day, so... Mm, that's what fun. Cupcake's getting for Christmas. Did, <laughs> did you make him deliver it? That's the I always feel bad to Drag it to your after. door. We had a really good Petco coupon, so we just uh, oh, okay. we went and loaded up. Um, Christmas for us, uh, Meredith, I didn't want to cut you short. Was that no. all of it? I no, just, no, that's that it. was such a natural transition with Go the ahead. cat litter. Uh, Sam and I are like the children of divorce. We're still doing two Christmases, so Christmas Day, um, we're going to be in Rochester to see my family. I think we're going to have driven out the night before, as I say this, so my hope is that we'll get to do one of my favorite things on Christmas morning, which is take a bottle of cheap Prosecco to the breakfast bar at the Hampton Inn and yeah. uh, do m- mimosas and, <laughs> nice. and waffles <laughs> or something like that. Um, that. That's probably the plan. I think I like to do that so that we're not driving Christmas morning with the crazies and yeah. also so that we can sort of conserve our strength for visiting my family. Get a um, mini muffin and a boiled egg in there. Yeah, something like that. No, that yeah. that's like a that's like a third tier breakfast. The Hampton has, you know, like the egg pucks and the waffles and you know. We'll go upscale for our breakfast, our, our Christmas brunch. Uh then we'll go over to my aunt's house and do family dinner and I, I told everyone no presents this year and I didn't get any pushback. So either we're not doing presents or they are doing presents and I will look like an asshole, but <laughs> hmm. I'm really hoping we're not doing presents for the same reason. Like we just don't need more crap. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't even no one want needs to spend all the money that they don't have on things they don't need or want. Right. Look, they gave up on getting my love or earning my trust years ago. They're <laughs> right now. <laughs> so we're doing that. And my, um, my aunt and her husband just got a Dalmatian puppy. Oh. Um, oh. I know, I know. They've had several before. He's had several before, so he knows what he's doing. He's no, he knows what he's signed up for. This isn't like they saw 101 Dalmatians and had to have one, which it's <laughs> like the horror story of every shelter Dalmatian. Yeah. Um. So we'll get to meet the puppy and go eat and play, and that'll be fine. They'll be home that night. Um. And then the weekend after this. Sam and I are driving out to Boston for a couple of days to spend time with her family and do it all over again. And we usually have been doing like a white elephant with them, but no word this year on what we're doing. So I'm hoping just again, no Christmas. The thing is about this year, and I mean, I feel like we've talked about it, but Thanksgiving was so late. Um, it feels like the Christmas season is so compressed and I'm feeling very harried about it. Like, what? It's next it's next week. I know. Uh, and so it kind of, I feel like everybody's a little bit thrown by it, even though 
whatever this happens you know it's on the same day it's how time works yeah. it's I mean, just i know yeah. but it's just it feels like it just it is so compressed this year that it just like you blinked and it was december and now it's it's done yeah i still have to make sam's present um we're doing i don't know how we cooked this up but we decided that we would do homemade handmade gifts only with a ten dollar limit which doesn't leave a lot of room for anything. You can make a lot of homemade chocolates with ten dollars. That's true. Doesn't she love? Doesn't she love chocolate? Uh, too late though, because I already spent that ten dollars on supplies for a much less practical project. Oh. So, <laughs> I, where was I two weeks ago? Sorry. Exactly. I will report back later because uh, she is in the next room. And also, I don't want to say what it is in case it fails and I make chocolates. So, the chocolates I make cost a lot more than $10. Right. <laughs> I and they I taste a lot there. better, too. Yeah. Well, they, the aftertaste is really where it's at. Yep. Um, so, that's all we're doing. And then, yeah, we also bought some cat treats to go with the 120 pounds of litter. Um, but the most excited I am. Uh, for presents is the present we got my godsons uh we got them a roller coaster or rolly coaster i mean they live in ohio now so i feel obligated (laughs) to get them a roller coaster it's this like indoor outdoor thing it's like a hot wheels track for children it's got like four pieces and it's got a couple up and down hills and a little car that sits on it and you push them on the car and it goes up and down and you ride it down the hill fun Hmm. Yeah, it was. We saw one in a Bed Bath and Beyond, and I was just like, "That's it. That's they got to learn how to fall at a young age, right?" So it's designed to be fairly safe, but it can't be too safe because it's a roller coaster. So it's perfect. That is an Uncle Bobby gift if I ever heard. Yeah, it is. <laughs> yeah see, I'm still. Uh, they're still young enough for me to buy their love. That's the difference. <laughs> mm-hmm. So uh, I'm still gunning for top godparent. For them, and I think this is going to help. Between this and the monthly book club, uh, I'm really. How many godparents do they have? They have two. Um, and I guess a normal thing is that. I mean, I I guess the thing is, like a lot of times you would pick like a married couple to Mm -hmm. be the godparents, but they didn't. So I guess they sort of have four because we each have a significant other. But um, it's me, and then it's their friend and my. Acquaintance slash enemy Michelle, um, who I love, and she lived closer to them when they lived in St. Louis, but they've all since moved, and now they're a few hours from me, and Michelle moved far away, and so I'm just sort of sliding yeah, you in. You won, the, mm-hmm. yeah, exactly. Well, yep. well, do they have a long hallway where there's like pictures of Godparent of the Month, and it's just like <laughs> her, 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 her. <laughs> are you now starting he to gets show December up? December only. Well, uh, they will uh, have this now that I buy them some picture frames with me in them. They're very smart. <laughs> right, 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 right. With the <laughs> engraving already done, just like, hey, don't worry about it. I, I, if I don't win, I don't win. But if you, if I do, it's there. You have it. Just hang it up. I was worried when they were really little and still living in St. Louis because Michelle is originally from Mexico and speaks Mexican and was teaching them, or speaks Spanish rather than <laughs> teaching them. <laughs> I thought oh, you did that on boy. purpose. Uh, oh boy. No, no just, 
Casually. You want to do that again? <laughs> we want to run that back? Nah, no, no, we'll keep it. It's Christmas. Merry Christmas. Okay. Uh, Feliz Navidad. Navidad. That's how you say it in Mexican. Uh, That's how you say it in all that Mexican, Mexican shit. Yeah. Uh, I was teaching them Spanish from a young age, and I can barely speak English, let alone any other language. So uh, I, I was worried that she was going to have like a secret language with them, yeah. but... That, I think that's faded. And also, they get a new book for me every month from the book club, and I paid a little extra to have it wrapped every month. So literally every month they get to open a present for me. Uh, that's exciting. Nice. nice. Good touch. <laughs> so I'm working on that reinforcement. <laughs> um, question of the day for this very special Christmas holiday uh, is one that I thought would be fun for us because – we're all music lovers of some degree, except Mike who hates music. <laughs> and, and that is uh, for your favorite Christmas carols. And what I thought we would do is we could just share our favorite Christmas carol now. Um, and then at the end of the show, uh, time and copyright permitting, I don't know. We'll just do it and see if we get in trouble. Uh, I will run all these Christmas carols. So if this show seems oddly long, that's why, but uh, you can just let it roll while you drink through your holiday. Um, with our favorite Christmas carols. Uh, and I think uh, we'll, we'll go in reverse order of this list I've been using. So I will go first and I will just say mine is not um, some hipster cover, which I thought about. It's not some weird, obscure Christmas song, uh, but it is a mood setter. Um, I decided that I would bring Donny Hathaway's This Christmas. Oh, that's good. Hmm, so it's got that real soul. Let's get it on on Christmas vibe. So, Merry Christmas, kids. I'm, I'm not familiar, I don't think. So, really? enjoy that. Oh, yeah. The playing. Yep. Uh, Meredith, what are you bringing us? I'm very torn about Christmas music because I feel like ugh, liking Christmas music is not liking a kind of music, it's liking a subject of music. You know what I mean? It's not yeah. a genre. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. It's a it's a topic. So, yeah. I'm 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 really torn um i don't love christmas music i don't listen to it unless i have to um but i do love like everybody else apparently in the world right now is all i want for christmas is you it's a good by song. mariah carey it is a good, good song. song yeah <laughs> it's a good song it's the number uh, one song in america yeah yeah but i just want to go on the record with saying i'm sort of irritated by the whole idea of christmas music <laughs> Meredith, we love that song over here, but Abby hates it because um what it means is Emily will start singing it like I don't want and then Abby just submits because just she knows over. she's yeah, because Emily will very softly and lovingly kick uh Abby in the abdomen um <laughs> along with Along with the beat. Adorable. Yeah. 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 So sweet. Yeah. No wonder she doesn't yeah. like it. So, and uh, hey, it's my fault. I, I don't stop it. I harmonize. So. <laughs> well, you kick her in the head? <laughs> no, I don't, I don't oh. kick her. One of these things uh, with this, uh, yeah, this heavy equipment I have on, that'd be all over. But mm. yeah, it's all, it's all in love. She'd be across the room. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, yeah, all I want. And then Abby just whoop, flip. <laughs> uh, and what Christmas song have you brought us and what animal do you torture? Will you enjoy it? <laughs> um, hopefully only the ones that hear me sing. 
Oh, whichever those may be. I didn't know that we were like bringing a, a specific artist in song because I don't yeah, it have doesn't that. have to be. But I have a couple of, of categories, of course. Uh, if we're talking about uh, things that you sing at church, it's always Silent Night because we used to go to the um, Christmas what? Eve candlelight yes. service and then yeah, you the always best. sing it at the end of the mm-hmm. yep. service and they turn the lights down and everybody lights their candles and you sing it and when Carmel yeah. and Matt used to be oh. home you know before they were hooked up with ladies and living in other places <laughs> then we always used to sing harmony on oh. the silent night oh. I would take the alto and Matt would take oh. the tenor and Carl nice. would take the bass and so like and then I would cry, cry every yeah. year I cry every time too yeah. I mean I don't even sing it I just that is a beautiful yeah. song yeah, really I'm going to cry imagining you and your brother singing it this Christmas. Yeah, can you guys okay. sing it and then record it? <laughs> we don't have a soprano. Oh, so when we're you... like, how does that work? <laughs> Just loop yourself. Um, Just sing Hillary, Hillary laid on the track. Down there? <laughs> what are you, the B sharps? Get it done. Let's go. Um, as far as Christmas songs, classical Christmas songs that I like to sing, I like to sing. I, um, I Wonder As I Wander, which is a very choral song and has a higher range. And I don't listen to the words about thinking about Jesus's birth. I just like the tune. I don't know this song. <laughs> it's Vaughn um, oh. Williams. Yeah. I wonder mm. as I wander out under the sky how Jesus the Savior has come for to die. And then there's a million more. I really I just razzle dazzle. I know we're you. like keep doing it more. Oh my god! <laughs> yeah, I don't. What's the second Oof. verse? I've never heard uh, it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, that was just the beginning. Of the first verse. First verse. Um, For poor ordinary people like you and like I, I wonder as I wander out under the sky. It's beautiful. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It is. Um. And then my third grammar flawed, but that's it. <laughs> well, that's why that's why we don't listen to the words. Don't listen to the words. <laughs> and if we're going for something secular, then I just love "Have Yourself a Merry Little Christmas." Yeah. That's probably that's the song that I sing the most when I dry my hair. <laughs> <laughs> like all the time, or just at Christmas uh, time? Yeah, just sometimes. I mean, I have a whole repertoire of things that I sing in the bathroom for the 15 minutes. You have that a I'm lot of my hair, hair but yeah. yeah, I do. Yeah, <laughs> I need a large playlist of that, but mm-hmm. I do tend towards the Christmas music this time of year. And so, have yourself a merry little Christmas. I it's think such it's a good very, song. it's very sweet and mellow and a grown-up song. Yeah. I think. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, let me just before we get sharp shot by a Christmas musicologist. It's John Jacob Niles for I Wonder as I Wander. I was thinking of the Vaughn Williams Whither Must I Wander, which is a setting of a Robert Louis Stevenson poem. So I know that there are just dozens of people oh, yeah. firing off angry yeah. emails sure. right oh, now. Yes. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. And I want to correct myself before we get too you far. Ruined our iTunes reviews. <laughs> mm-hmm. you ruined Edit it. this all out. <laughs> Never. Start it's Christmas. Over. Far too lazy. Uh Mike, Christmas Carol? Uh, all right. Uh, written in uh, 1944 by Mel Torme and Bob Wells. And the most famous performance was Nat King Cole. 
1961, and that's the Christmas song, mm-hmm. also known as Chestnuts Roasting on an Open Fire. I like that one, too. It's my favorite. Nice. That's yeah. a good one for singing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do you have a and preferred rendition? I do. And um, outside of the Nat King Cole one, it is uh, the... It was, I think it was a 1981 movie, The Sure Thing, starring John Cusack and Daphne Zuniga, uh, <laughs> Anthony Edwards. Um, John Cusack uh, blows it with the girl, and he goes to a bar, Amp. and uh, he's trying to, you know, drink with these guys, and they're getting pretty drunk, and it's 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 Christmas break, you know. Cusack's trying to go to from the East Coast to the West to meet The Sure Thing. Uh, and it's not going well, so he's in this bar, and um, one of the uh, locals in this bar, one of the local drunks, I guess, starts singing that song, and then they all throw their arms around each other. All you know, the the regulars all throw their arms around each other and and sing the song, and that's where I learned how to sing it, and uh, I that's the only Christmas carol that I can perform. Um, from front to back, which I'm not going to do here, but uh, meet me in person and I'll do it for you. Maybe for next Christmas, if we get like a Patreon up and running. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Yes. If we go from like yes. 204 uh, Facebook uh, subscribers to 208, then I'll do it. Yeah. Special treat for their voicemail. All right. Well, thank you for adding uh, adding an editing challenge for me, which will be <laughs> ripping that from the movie. And <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know if there's a clip online, but yeah, I'm sure yeah, good luck. You asshole! <laughs> <laughs> uh, nice lady, a Christmas song for us. Um, that's me. I'm such a basic bitch that everyone likes this song, but um, what Christmas means to me. Um, Stevie Wonder's version is amazing, but the John Legend one is really great too. Mm, mm-hmm. Cool. And if you watch the video, it's so funny. Um, I was just watching it today, getting prepped. But I love Chrissy Teigen so much. I know. That's yeah. not what this is about. This is about Christmas songs. I like it because it's yeah. Just save jazzy. it for the Chrissy Teigen Day episode. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we definitely should have that. Um, but it doesn't talk about Jesus. It doesn't talk about. All that crap. Um, it's just like winter and fun, and it's just jazzy and gets yeah. gets you excited. I was actually thinking that we would open the episode with the uh, Stevie Wonder version in lieu of the usual Stevie Wonder. Oh, yeah, that's fun. Right, because we'll keep it with the Stevie yeah. Wonder. Yeah, so yeah. Uh, we'll do the legend version in the back. That's yeah. all right. Mm-hmm. So should Perfect. I say the Christmas song I hate? Yeah. Yes. Okay. Um, Neil Diamond's uh, You Make Me Feel Like Christmas. Ugh. You Make It Feel Like Christmas? It was my mom's favorite, and I would like change the lyrics to be like, <laughs> You Make It Feel Like Christmas, even though I'm a Jew. And like, <laughs> had like a whole <laughs> song, and she would get so mad. <laughs> yeah, so that's I hate that mom more hate. than Paul McCartney. <laughs> it's <laughs> tied. <laughs> and only that's because. That's a bad song. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of bad ones. Yeah. I do kind of want to hear and do it though. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's good. It sounded like the like Cadbury egg, like um, you know, <laughs> wrong holiday. <laughs> that's Save it for Chrissy Teigen Day. 
<laughs> there was a meme going around about how that was him wanting to both write a Christmas song and figure out what every button on his synthesizer does. <laughs> he accomplished one of those things. Uh, <laughs> Hillary. Yes. Do you have a Christmas song for us? And are I, you going to sing it? No, I'm not going to sing it. But because um, I absolutely cannot. Okay, so much like Anne, I didn't pick like a specific artist song out. But um, weirdly, like I am not a religious person. I'm like, you know, verging on atheism, probably. But the only Christmas music I really love is like super religious Christmas music, <laughs> like very dramatic religious, like Christmas music. So I love Oh Holy Night. That's just my favorite song. It's so like religious and like, oh, you know, it just is so dramatic and I love it and think it's so beautiful. Um, I I've don't know why. that a number of times for oh. different Christmas programs. It's so good. It's so good. But and, you know, just like you were saying. I, again, I'm not very religious, but I used to go to the um, Christmas Eve candlelight service at the church that I nominally went to. And, you know, we would do the Silent Night and then Joy to the World. And I loved it. But I really didn't like the Joy to the World part because I was like, whatever, this is kind of like cheesy. But the, but I agree. Silent Night is so beautiful and it's so quiet. Um, I mouth the words I don't really sing because I would ruin it for everybody. <laughs> Um, but yeah, but the, the super religious ones, that's, that's my jam. I mean, I I love the Mariah Carey song. I, um, I think that working retail Christmas has ruined most like popular Christmas songs, like rocking around the Christmas tree, like makes me want to shoot myself in the head. I hate that song. (laughs) Um, and I hate Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer, even though I weirdly like love the Rudolph Claymation show. I hate that song. Um, so I don't know. I, I just, so I just like the classics pretty much. All right. That's it. Oh, oh yeah. when did, um, that my favorite things become a Christmas song? Cause you that's kind of bullshit. Well, I know, you know, I like didn't think it was until, um, I don't know, like 10 or 15 years ago. And somebody was like, yeah, this is a Christmas song. And I'm like, no, this is a no, sound of not. music song. I know. Just because it says packages? <laughs> I don't know. I don't it's about know presents? what the justification is. I don't either. Did, isn't it brown paper packages? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Tied up yes. with string. Tied up with string. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> when did porn become, you know, a no, Christmas no. song? It's not porn. It's packages being mailed. Yes. Well, cute you know, bespoke packages. Have, Don't ruin the word packages, Mike. <laughs> we yes. used to we used to get the packages, the brown paper packages, oh back in the day. tied up with string. <laughs> enough is that's a different kind of enough, kink. Yeah. Well, in the same <laughs> way, um, pure imagination from. Yeah. Willy Wonka has become a de facto Christmas song, and I'm like, it has, it has. Yeah, oh, oh, it's news to me. Mm. Oh Lord, that's Uh-oh. dumb. I have Uh-oh, heard it on coming, many a Christmas album. No. Uh, I trust you. Reject. That song came from taking too much acid. That's not a right. Christmas song. <laughs> <laughs> I was, oh, boy. The one, the one song I was just thinking about, and um, I did go to public school, but I did go to public school in Texas, so we had a, like a Christmas pageant, um, and <laughs> the song I remember we sing, sang was God Rest You Merry Gentlemen, and I mm-hmm. remember we would all... Um, the music teacher, Mrs. Hook, who I did actually love, but we, I'm sure we were just like little Texas kids and it'd be like, 
tidings of comfort and joy. <laughs> she had to make yeah. us all say, like, <laughs> it's Fart. comfort and joy. And we were Fart. like, that sounds weird. And so we're like, comfort <laughs> and joy. Comfort <laughs> and joy. Yeah. Because <laughs> we're from Dallas. It's an American Airlines hub. We say comfort. Welcome, That's y'all. how we pronounce it. I, I was going to get some singing somewhere on this episode. I, did, mm-hmm. I, <laughs> I couldn't stop me. There you go. Was I, was in, I was in choir for most of my childhood, and there was a lot of pronunciation <laughs> correction for, yeah. for us, too. But oh, yeah. we have in that Michigan, Michigan twang, too. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, so much for this being a short episode. <laughs> I don't know why I ever think it's going to be. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, we do have some medium talk before we go on to our Christmas day here. And that is, uh, some people may have noticed, we have not mentioned, as we usually would have talked about a lot by now, our annual Secret Santa. Uh, we, as a group, have done Secret Santa for four years? Three years? Three? Four. And, and basically, for all the same reasons we're not buying our family shit, is that we don't need stuff. I've gotten yeah. wonderful gifts from all of you, and I hope you think you've gotten wonderful gifts from me. Uh, but it, it's just a little much. We keep getting all this stuff. Also, the post office hates us. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, it's kind of a nightmare of shipping. Yeah. So uh, rather than give that money to the USPS and uh, to spend it on one another, we thought this year... Uh, we would try something different and all make a charitable contribution to an organization that we care about for one reason or another, and then just um, share with you all uh, who we're giving to this year and, you know, very briefly why. Um, and then encourage you all to, within your means, and if it's possible and if it's something you want to do, to consider doing the same kind of thing. Now, obviously, it's already Christmas Day, so whatever if you've done what you've done if you've already mailed us your presents to us i get it that's fine but um you know i just uh we thought this would be something a little bit different a little bit more in the spirit of the holiday than sending each other stuff this year so um we'll go back down the list again one more time and i think we can be fairly quick about it but um uh hillary what did you choose for your organization this year and and tell us a bit about them Okay, um, I cheated a little bit, and I asked my two best friends, who in my like text group, it's called the annoying friend, because there's three of us, and there's always going to be one of us that's going to be the annoying friend. So anyway, that's just the background. But um, uh, I asked them, like, what do you guys think about where I should give? Because my default setting is always like Planned Parenthood. It's always Planned Parenthood. That's like, mm. uh, you know, just underlying everything. But I... I they're both like, you know, very smart, charitable people. And and they gave me two that I'm going to do quickly that are kind of similar to each other. So my best friend, Missy is on the board of this um, nursery school called Fred Moore day nursery school. And it's a sliding scale um, daycare, which is um, in Denton where she lives, Denton, Texas. Um, And it's just a really cool foundation that they help, you know, struggling people, um, afford daycare because it's really fucking expensive like I just got my my um bill for just like my kids going to aftercare and for just one kid for the year it's like three thousand dollars which I mean personal over the year is not terrible but that's just one kid and I make enough money to deal with it so um it's just it's I think it's really 
heartening that there are foundations out there that help people that need to work and, you know, they, but they need to do something with their kids. So it, you know, give them a safe place to put their kids. So that's the Fred Moore day nursery school. Um, and then quickly, um, my other best friend, Emily, um, she, um, uh, tuning to this um, other organization that's kind of similar. It's called Educational First Steps, and I'll just quote her here. She said, they go into daycare centers and low-income areas and help them transform their programs to meet national accreditation standards for early childhood education, as well as provide bridge funding for people who get government-subsidized daycare, but it's not enough to cover the cost of daycare. Again, daycare is outrageously expensive. Most people need to work, um, and even like the cheapest daycares are insane especially if you live in a big city so these are just two programs that really help um you know give kids a good first step but also help parents afford them so that's that cool very good so good ones yeah christy can you top it it's a battle (laughs) (laughs) wait it's a competition (laughs) it's always a competition come on i actually have a daycare in my house and i take the children in all of them (laughs) no no (laughs) perish the thought (laughs) no i would i would die okay so did you guys know that 40 percent of food produced in america ends up in landfills while millions of people go hungry well i have a charity for you it's food lifeline what (laughs) what they do is um collect this food from farmers and grocery stores and then redistribute it to food banks and shelters and um how i learned about it is they do this really cool thing and at least in the seattle um, schools is especially kids that go on break like there's not gonna be school for two weeks and a lot of kids rely on free breakfast and lunch and so when they are home for two weeks they don't eat they don't have any food at home because that that's usually the only meals that they're getting. So what they do on weekends and big breaks is pack, um, pack backpacks full of food that are like basic things or snacks or whatever that they can make, um, meals that kids can make and then put them in their lockers discreetly. And then they, um, so I think that that's a really cool program. Yeah, that's really cool. It also keeps Jeremy from going to these dumps and taking that food for himself. (laughs) So you're really doing Christy a favor by getting this organization funded. (laughs) Uh, you have a second one here. You might as well I mean, go for oh, it. this I is think. a really cool one. It's Treehouse. Anyone who's listened to like anything based out of Seattle knows about Treehouse. It's a really cool organization that helps foster kids. And I didn't donate actual money, but what I did is we had a um, like a toy drive, and I um, I always feel like the teens get left out um, because a lot of their things are either practical or like I want an iPad or whatever. So I bought a couple. Um, Amazon fires, you know, Kindle fires. Yeah. So that's cool. how I did that. Very a cool. reasonably priced gift that, yeah, a teenager would actually want. Yeah. Use. And on yeah. Cyber Monday, they were like $29. So yeah. I bought a couple of them. Nice. Uh, Drew McCris. All right. Well, I'm not going to ask anyone to donate to the place that I've done it. <clears throat> but uh, this was a place that really shaped me. I got an email about a fundraiser there. Um, and I'm not, I'm not talking about Sheridan. FCI Sheridan. <laughs> I'm talking about. Put a pin in uh, that Delta. though, because that's actually related to mine. Uh, Delta Tau Delta, my frat. And, oh God. Uh, <laughs> there, there was a, 
a fun drive going on to improve the chapter and we weren't like blue bloods still aren't like you know we're not sigma chi lambda chi you know the the fancies hillary can tell you all about who the fancy dudes are um but we weren't that and so uh, you know they need the money so um i i sent some uh this year because i you know didn't have to send blow up dolls to anyone else (laughs) (laughs) on the secret santa list uh but you know without that house i would have washed out of college uh and i did meet um john hedegaard bill radke and mike smith who are probably in the top 10 of the funniest people I've ever met, and then uh, I had a little brother in the house, Andrew Asia, who just sneaks into the top 15, and I surround myself with funny people. I can't abide you if you can't make me laugh, so uh, you all know this. That's why you're here, <laughs> because if you weren't uh, funny, you know, I would have no time for you, so uh, so I gave, to, I gave, and I gave, and I gave till it hurt. <laughs> no, just kidding. I just gave some money. <laughs> you uh, you slipped a hundred grand right into their bathrobe pocket, huh? <laughs> yeah, right into their engraved bathrobe pocket. Uh, and what do you have for us? Uh, well, the quick story of of the charity that I've chosen goes back, I believe, is to two thousand and four, which was the Christmas my dad decided he was going to teach the three of us kids about charitable giving. And I'm like, yeah, Dad, I'm in my twenties. I, I'm almost thirty. I, <laughs> I don't need Got you to done. teach me. You know, whatever. I know what so, the human fund is. So. I believe what he did was he gave us all a a check for a hundred dollars that was, you know, not made out to anybody. And he said he wanted us to research our charity choices and then let him know, uh, which ones we were choosing. And it was, I thought really interesting window into our different personalities because I think Carl picked, um, like an environmental charity, like replanting trees and Matt donated to the red cross. I think that was after there was like a Christmas tsunami, like, in the ooh, India or Indonesia or something. And so Matt wanted to help for that. And when it came to me, I thought I want to find the food bank that is closest to my house and help the people that are in my community. And so I chose and have chosen again, the Ralph Reader Food Shelf, which is operated through the Moundsview School District, which is my school district here. It's one of a very few food banks that are run in conjunction with a a school district but um, uh, in their literature it says in 2018 there were over 26,000 visits by individuals to our food shelf and we distributed 665,993 pounds of food and personal care items including fresh milk frozen meats produce non-perishable food items hygiene cleaning and baby supplies Uh, Their mission is to provide emergency and supplemental food assistance to individuals and families who are food insecure and to connect them to other helpful resources in a manner that preserves their dignity while they work towards stabilization. So um, I just want to help the people who live in my community. Very cool. Yeah. Very cool. Um, 
when I was seven years old, uh, and I, I know exactly how old I was and what grade I was in because we lived in this apartment for one year. Uh, I have a distinct visual memory of someone coming to the door and handing my mother a bag of groceries and then leaving. And I don't know, I don't know who it was and I don't know where they came from. And so I don't know if it was a food bank donation that somebody delivered for us or if it was somebody sort of personally doing us a solid, um, but I remember the groceries in that bag because they were things that we probably wouldn't have picked ourselves, but you know, like some sugary cereal we normally wouldn't buy and some other things, but clearly purchased with us in mind. And, um, we didn't need that kind of help a lot when I was a kid, but in that moment when we did and someone did it, I mean, that was a make or break moment for us. And even at seven, I knew something was up. Um, and yeah, man, food banks are one of those things that are just at the cornerstone of, of taking care of the people who need it the most. So that's great. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, Meredith. Um, well, I think y'all all know that I feel really strongly about vaccines and, um, and Unicef. you're anti, right? I'm <laughs> very anti. Them. Yep. So, <laughs> yep, I hate them. They're awful. Uh, I'm donating toxins to a, in your body uh, <laughs> to a homeopathy research organization <laughs> this year. No, just kidding. Uh, UNICEF is is uh, so nineteen dollars pays for one hundred polio vaccines. You guys. Oh. So I'm giving $100, so 500 kids will get polio vaccines in the developing world. Um, this is a disease that we have almost totally eradicated um, here because of vaccines, um, but it's not totally eradicated everywhere, and it's a devastating, devastating disease. Um, so uh, this seems like a, uh, a very easy and cheap and impactful way to, to donate. So mm-hmm. it's something I feel really strongly about. And, and uh, so polio vaccines for kids, uh, mostly in the um, Demo- Democratic Republic of Congo is where they need it a lot. But also, like, you know, there are, um, there's a horrible measles outbreak mm-hmm. in uh, uh, Samoa right now. Um, they've, they've done a huge uh, vaccine canvassing uh, campaign and have gotten a lot of people vaccinated but they still need money so um check out unicef they have a lot of opportunities for really amazing uh donations um they're doing really good work all over the world cool cool uh and i'll put links in the show notes to all of these by the way so you can just follow through there uh you know we're Sadly, they don't have Amazon referral links for these, so we don't get a few pennies on every donation. But that's okay. Uh, um, I I struggled with this actually after loving this idea so much, and that's because you know I work in the arts, and so support your local orchestra, support your public radio station. All those things are good. I do those things. Boston Music Aviva, BMP.org. Give the gift of new music. Give by twelve thirty one to make a gift to impact this year. Blah blah blah. That's my day job. I do a lot of that, uh, but I have one charity this year uh, that's sort of off the beaten path, though I did discover it through the arts. Uh, last year, I was filling in as the executive director of this group called the Longwood Symphony Orchestra, and um, besides having a name that makes you giggle, one of the great things about Longwood <laughs> is 
<laughs> that it's an orchestra of doctors uh, who all work in the Longwood neighborhood of Boston, hence um, the name. And they partner with different health and human services organizations for every concert that give them a block of tickets to sell as a fundraiser to their concert. And uh, one of the groups that I got to work with while I was filling in there was a group called Partakers. Um, it's a small, scrappy charity outside of Boston that runs a program called College Behind Bars. Um, and they send mentor volunteers into prisons, women's and men's prisons across Massachusetts, um, in conjunction with a few university programs in the state, excuse me, the Commonwealth, just don't mind get in trouble with the chatterheads. Um, and they, they help, um, run college mentoring programs in prisons. Um, and you know, Mike is someone who read how many books in prison? 500 plus somewhere. Um, I'm sure you can recognize, and I'm sure it's pretty obvious that those kind of mentorship programs um, help with recidivism rates and give people a, a better footing when they come out than maybe they have when they go in. Um, they've got a lot of great success stories. I've met a few of the people who've come through the program and have graduated and are now, uh, you know, contributing to society in ways they didn't think they could when they went into prison. Um, and the guy who runs it is just a tour de force of personality. Um, it's a favorite uh, charity of Ariana Presley. And uh, she's been influential with them, helping them along. Um, but they're just so scrappy. <laughs> and they're so dedicated to their cause. And there are so many little nonprofits like this all around the country and around the world where they just, they're laser focused on their thing. And they don't have the flashiest website or marketing campaign um, but they're doing great work. And so I wanted to, to single them out and give them a little something this year and support them. So partakers for their college behind bars program for me. Cool. And if yeah. you have any money left after all these other ones, please Boston music mm -hmm. Aviva help pay my salary. <laughs> uh, and with that, I think, we decided this week we'd sort of skip the formalities. Although, Hillary, if you want to do your tea, she recommends that's cool. <laughs> I just really love Miracle on 34th Street because I love Maureen O'Hara. She's so beautiful. And um, it's just a good little, it's just a good Christmas. I don't know. It's like a, it's like a, you know, trial, like a, a law um, movie, but also a Christmas movie. And it's corny, but I love it. And oh, not the one with Mara black Wilson. Black and white. I know. <laughs> there is the one with Mara Wilson. It's fine, but not great, but fine. <laughs> I want it's Christmas like, Vacation. <laughs> I don't like Christmas that's Vacation. That's funny. Bad no, I'm, sorry. I'm sorry. That's me. I, I don't really like it. I just, I just Everybody's so mean in it. It's depressing. Yeah, well, I'll, <laughs> I'll throw a bomb. I hate Elf. I think it's a oh. terrible movie. Oh. <laughs> uh, right there with you. He hates that movie, too. His mom invited us to a big like corporate event where she works to watch Elf in a theater, and he was like, nope. I was uh, embarrassed I, for James Caan that he was in that movie. Yeah. <laughs> well, I think he was probably stoked that he got paid probably pretty, pretty good. Uh, I'm also not an Elf fan, and I wondered if it was one of those movies that I would watch again and like it would warm up, and no. Nope. It's kind of annoying. It's kind of annoying. I think uh, we're I a small minority, though. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, uh, Merry Christmas, everybody, and go fuck yourself, elf. <laughs> Christmas vacation. 
Happy Hanukkah, happy Kwanzaa, merry belated solstice, joyous Wednesday, if that's your thing. Happy birthday, Hillary. Yay! Uh, <laughs> whatever, whatever holiday you're celebrating or not celebrating today, thanks for letting us in for a little bit of it. And, uh, and uh, we'll see you Monday with uh, more of everything. Ah, yeah. Candles burning low. Lots of mistletoe. Lots of snow and ice. Everywhere we go. Fires singing carols. Right outside my door. All these things are more. All these things are more. That's what Christmas means to me, my love. Ah, oh, yeah. And you know what I Chestnuts roasting on an open fire Jack Frost nipping at your nose Yuletide carols being sung by a choir And folks dressed up like Eskimos Everybody knows a turkey and some mistletoe help to make the season bright tiny tots with their eyes all aglow will find it hard to sleep tonight they know that Santa's on his way 
He's loaded lots of toys and goodies on his sleigh And every mother's child is gonna spy To see if reindeer really know how to fly And so I'm offering this simple phrase Kids from one to ninety-two Although it's been said Many times, many ways Merry Christmas to From one to ninety-two Although it's been said Many times, many ways Merry Christmas To Baby, you make it feel like Christmas 
yourself a merry little Christmas. Let your heart be light. From now on, our troubles will be out of sight. Have yourself a merry little Christmas. Make the Yuletide gay. From now on, our troubles will be miles away.
and cards are here My world is filled with cheer and you This Christmas and as I look around your eyes outshine the town they do This Christmas the fireside is blazing bright We're caroling through the night For young 
I think your sign up should always be <laughs> fuck you elf. <laughs> <laughs>